MultiChoice said that an internal investigation found that there was no corrupt or illegal conduct in its agreement with ANN7. However, the company concedes that it had not done due diligence in the establishment of the agreement. MultiChoice CEO Calvo Mawela explains. We made some mistakes in our dealing with ANN7. We acknowledge that we should have looked into the controversies around ANN7 before public concern was raised, and this should have been escalated to the board sooner. We will not be renewing our contract with ANN7. Instead, we are going to be hosting a new black-owned news channel, and we will be calling for proposals from interested media groups very soon. Mawela said that a bid process for a replacement news channel would be opened shortly. The successful bid will meet the following criteria, amongst others. It must be owned, managed and run by a black South African company, free from any political or other interference. It must be able to provide independent, non-partisan and critical news coverage of current affairs. It must take into account South Africa's history, diversity of cultural backgrounds, language and socioeconomic circumstances in the way it produces content. MultiChoice also came under fire for alleged payments to SABC executives in exchange for the public broadcaster's political influence over digital migration. Mawela said that MultiChoice would comply with the Special Investigative Unit's inquiry into the SABC matter. It should be noted that the MultiChoice contract with SABC did not form part of the brief given to the Audit and Risk Committee. However, Parliament has referred the issue of the SABC to the Special Investigation Unit. And MultiChoice is fully cooperating with SIU in this regard. Nesper CEO Bob Van Dijk said that he believes the former CEO of MultiChoice, MTS Patel, was acting with the company's best interest at heart. He said he fully supports the corrective measures currently undertaken by MultiChoice. It is evident from the findings that given how polarized the political environment, this required a higher level of diligence and uh, scrutiny than the company lived up to. MTS Patel's previous relationship with the Gupta family has played no role in the negotiation of the contract. And it's also clear to us that MTS has always acted in the best interests of the company. The multi-choice briefing sound is courtesy of ENCA, Amnaledi Ngobo in Johannesburg. Well, for reaction on this, we join on the line uh, by the Communication Workers Union uh, CWU General Secretary Ogri Shabalala. Ogri, thanks for speaking to us this morning. So I was saying that uh, surely uh, from your perspective as a union, uh, one of the greatest concerns here has to be the fears of employees losing their jobs. But have you had opportunity to seek audience with Mr. Mani? And has he or anyone else in management uh, said anything about the situation? that workers will be facing? Well, uh, thanks uh, for the opportunity. Firstly, what we have done now, we have already tried to consult the multi-choice with regard to the decision that they've taken. We are going to have the the audience from their side uh, before the end of this week. Uh, The second part is that uh, we firstly wanted to engage our members at the ANN7. They already had our meeting yesterday with them. Uh, I can tell you now the moral is uh, picked down. The decision that has been taken with you, unfortunately, and uh, the reflection of that as as things stand is that it has a serious negative impact to the well-being of those workers there. So um, with regard to Mr. Mani, have you had opportunity to engage with him? Absolutely. We, We have set up the meeting. They have not responded as yet. So 
Uh, hence, I didn't touch this issue yet. That's why I've reflected on the uh, multi-choice uh, at this particular time. And with regard to this um, opportunity that you seek uh, with multi-choice, what exactly is it that you want to raise with them? Well, firstly, we, we are not impressed with the decision that they've taken for various reasons. Uh, I, I mean, they, they've said in their own report that they did not find any irregularities. Uh, however, there was this uh, due diligence that they don't embark on it. Uh, having said all of that, we believe that if there's any corruption, there will be a corrupt and a corruptive. And uh, if that, that, that's what it's going to be, it means that multi-choice will have to reflect on itself because there will be some employees within it that have embarked on the irregular uh, 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 um, approach on, on this in, in terms of acquiring the contracts and so forth. That's the first point. But the second point, it shows the dominance of the, of, in any industry for that matter, of, of multi-choice in broadcasting industry, that it can pull plug at any given time uh, to any other station because there's no competition. So it can do that freely. The, the third part is that the multi-choice cannot play ICASA. Uh, why I'm saying that is that it says that it will open up now a, 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 a tendering process for any media institution that is black-owned, they look into the content and so forth. Whilst we're understanding the business nature of it, but it's also overplaying the role of ICASA in itself. So those are the issues that we have looked to. But what we want to actually make sure is that it seems like the, the, the issue around ANN7 is a done deal from where we're standing, but up until we look there. But how do we secure the, the, the employment of those workers if they had to secure a license with a new contractor or the new media institution in making sure that jobs are defended at the same time as we move forward. Those are one of the key component issues that we are going to raise.